That's from Zealand, uh, center of it all. Uh, though this is not Passover, I just drank from the third cup. Um, <laughs> my, and my third cup of coffee has woken me up quickly. Quickly. Uh, that was that was necessary. Cup of joy. It is the Feast of Tabernacles. Ray Haynes is in teaching on that. You can follow along at the Risenstein Facebook page. Just click on the link, and it'll take you to victory.radio. That's our website, and there's a blog there, so you can click on blog if you're just going to victory.radio, and you can follow along. We're in the ninth segment here. And if you were with us last week as Ray walked through Revelation, this will apply. It really will. You know, we've been talking about the joy of the festival, the feast, the eating, the celebrating. This, I mean, it is a phenomenal time. But now we're going to step in here. We're going to kind of look into the, the reality of what this day is, what it means. Because, I mean, it's just as exciting. But on the other end, it's also it's a little more serious. And Revelation 20 is what breaks it down. And I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, that ancient serpent serpent who is the devil and Satan and bound him for a thousand years. It just doesn't get much better than that. And cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he would not deceive the nations anymore until the thousand years were fulfilled. And after that, he must be released for a little while. Oh, the day when God will mm. shut him up. Mm. Boy, oh boy, on every sense of that word. Thank you. And I saw thrones and they sat on them. Who is it? That's us. And judge was committed to them, to us. And I saw the souls of those that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Now that's all of us, all right? It's not just the martyrs, but it's all of us. There is a special place for the martyrs, but during this millennial reign, this thousand years, it's all of us. This is the first res resurrection. Now, blessed and holy is he, so that's how you know it's all of us, that as part in the first resurrection, on such the second death has no power. Oh, hallelujah to that Amen. one. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him for a thousand years on this earth. It's not the new earth, it's this earth. When the thousand years are completed, Satan will be released from his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations, which are in the four corners of the earth. And you might know the story in uh, Ezekiel 38, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. Now, just keep in mind, when it says to deceive the nations, he can't deceive us. He's been shut up. We have no fear in those in that millennial reign. It's only the people who are left and never took the mark of the beast and during that thousand years for those that are alive at that point who have chosen to follow or not to follow Jesus, and obviously these have not. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. And what do we have to do? We do nothing. Fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. My goodness. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire Amen. and brimstone. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just doesn't get better. It's just a phenomenal chapter where the beast and the false prophet are. And they will be tormented day and night forever and 
ever. And that's really important because there's different theologies that some believe that they, they're destroyed and it ends. But this is that one of the scriptures that lays that out very specifically. Day and night forever and ever they are tormented. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. And the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and Hades delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man according to their works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Mm. So you're looking at the millennium and right after the millennium, that is the eighth and greatest day of the feast, the seventh or eighth day. That's the ending, the judgment, and that's it. And then begins eternity. That's part of what eight <laughs> means. Seven is a week. The eighth day means it just keeps going on forever mm-hmm. and ever and ever. And uh, so there's a lot of fun with the feast, but boy, oh boy, there's a serious reality to this. If this is, it's not a game. This is that time when your soul not hangs in the balance. What? Not, not practice. Not practice. This is not practice. <laughs> talking, not about game. talking about the game. Talking about the game. Talking about celebration. Yes. Next, it's Ray Haynes teaching on the Feast of Tabernacles on Rise and Stein. Don't forget, next week is Victory Partner Days. A lot of special guests coming in and an opportunity for you to partner on this mission with us to take the message of Jesus to the world. North Georgia gets a...